From uh, <clears throat> Quincy's Castle of Kayfabe Catering and uh, Kayfabe Keeping Upkeeping. And the Cavalcade of Quality. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we shuffle it up every time, baby. Yeah. Man. It's a, it's a minimum of, of uh, four plus Ks yeah. or in the qu- title. Because or sometimes Qs. <laughs> no no controversy over <laughs> yeah. here, but I am Quincy Jones. Nice. To my right is my quintessential tag team partner. Yes, goes his last name, by the way. It um, is. It's a, it's, it's a, you know. I got, I got married, so I, want, I wanted to keep the Jones name. Yeah, then, surname, you know. baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Little dashery. Yeah, and you know me, man. Hip-hop hybrid, the only one in yeah, existence yeah. in the world's pro wrestling and hip-hop. It's I, Doc Lesnar. No relation. No, <laughs> but uh, not not to Brock. I, I thought y'all was out there hunting, like, live game and, like, freaking Oh, I am, stack. just on records. Ooh, dropping bodies. Mm, That's, uh, hey. Mm. <laughs> Point and shoot. Mm. Mm. Hey, hey, no lie? No lie, that new shit you just recorded though. That's what I was. That's can't talk about it. That's why <laughs> yeah, we need another. Yeah, yeah. Po- we need another podcast. Yeah, to talk we about do. It. I mean, don't oh, get, you know what it really is? It's not my track. It's I'm I'm featured on yes, it. Yes, yes. But, but so I don't want to let the cat out the bag. I, let's just say I Claws, was baby. I was driving home after a twelve hour uh, shift. He was. And I, I've just let all my energy out of nowhere out on this voicemail from my from my guy over here. He, yo, <laughs> that was a passionate promo, my guy. It was. I was like, I was like. So you tell us you have an email and then you don't answer the phone. Oh, okay, bet. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? Bet. I genuinely missed your call, mm. and I was like, oh, he left the voicemail. I'll get to mm-hmm. that in a second. Like, I'm like, you know, if if you're gonna give me the opportunity, I'm gonna drop the yeah, promo. Yes, sir. But uh, you know, we got lots of news because you know uh, it's been a long time. Yeah, seven days to be exact. She hadn't left you. you. Mm. She hadn't left you. Mm. But we got some great news uh, to get through. Uh, lots of it. To be exact, so let me put on my navigator cap, yes sir, uh, and try to get through this, man. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for tuning in because you guys love to get our hot takes on what it is. So we, we back. Definitely wanted to bring some attention to this, especially because you know, even though a week removed, there's a little bit of update. Yeah, and we're sorry for missing stuff. you guys last week. Was yeah, scheduling man. conflict, but we back and yeah, man. It was, I, it was you know. It is what it is. You yeah. know. I appreciate y'all for Forgive understanding. Us, loyal listeners. And but, then uh, uh, we gave you the double dose of news this week. So here we go. Yes, sir. WWE releases, uh, specifically NXT 2.0. <laughs> for sure. Um, the whole I mean, brand. I mean, the whole, just get rid of it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to inject the poison. Oh, man. Of WCPW. Yeah, yeah. Spin that, spin that chair, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> He about this is 2.0 back instead of NWO. And then all of a sudden, next week uh, on, on uh, Dynamite, hey, he wants to taste. He wants to taste of the 2.0. Oh, uh, man. Taste. I he, want, be he wants a little bit of Big Daddy magic. <laughs> uh, anyway, we got some releases. Uh, unfortunately, man, uh, mm-hmm. some of the names here, Dakota Kai, Malcolm Bivens, uh, Dexter Loomis, Persia Parada, Harland as well, uh, and uh, Steph DeLander. Um, yeah. Or I'm sorry, that is Persia Parada. Excuse me. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of these names kind of surprised me because in the back of my head, you know, not to be a, 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 a bitch-ass nigga, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. we got Boa still on, on payroll and guys like Ikamanjiro still on payroll. Boa but, is still up on there, huh? But you're Damn. telling me if I got Boa or Dexter Loomis and which character 
it, that I'm writing for creatively. Dexter was more, on that list too, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I feel bad for, for Indy. She just lost her whole story. And not to mention, yeah. you know, her mom, quote unquote, she done left too. We're going to get into that as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, certain things to, know, uh, to point out, though, though a lot of people were upset about the uh, Dakota Kai inclusion in that, mm-hmm. um, it is being said that she actually, you know, made it known that she wanted to leave for quite some time. Yeah. That she wasn't planning on sticking around. I mean, I, it's weird, too, because I also heard backstage, like, Vince reportedly was just like the the for whatever reason the term used was he was like rejecting bringing her up to the main roster. Yeah, I heard it was. Like, he, that's, they that's had no idea. Most officials didn't have any idea if she was gonna make it. And she had some dark matches that she worked. Yeah, a she couple did, times. Uh, she so. did main event. Like it was almost like what they did with like uh, now Jonah, but you know uh, Braun. Uh, man, I can't remember his name now. Who Breaker? No, not Breaker. There was the Braun before uh, the one with the, yeah, the Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, the, the thick boy, oh, Jonah. oh, Bronson, 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 Reed. yeah, 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 Bronson. yeah. Thank you, Bronson Reed. Yeah, yeah. They kind of did the same thing with him. Like they they had brought him up for like yeah. some of the dark matches, and, and then it was just like actually, yeah. Because the quote um, I heard was there was no solid direction, plan, or firm ideas for Dakota Kai, and I'm like, that's how? insane to me. Yeah, like it's, it's that, really like you know, I mean. You talk about standing out in, in a world yeah, full of blondes. Yeah, seriously. I'm sorry, it is what it is, but like y'all got platinum blonde, dark blonde. Y'all I got felt like she could have been like, y'all got like, remember when Alexa Bliss joined the main roster? You felt like that's going to be a cool little mix up of characters. They don't have yeah. one of her on there. That's yeah. what I felt about Kai going. Obviously, he take away the crazy part, you know, because the little tick tick. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, since yeah. he reunited with their friend and that caused the tick in the first place, right? So I don't know, but that's that's a loss, man. But, yeah, but they, even though they're like they're like they could have brought them both up and just put them on two different shows. They already had uh, Raquel on SmackDown. I don't yeah, know. it didn't. Mm. That, that, oh, I'm not even, I didn't even think about how that could be another how, tag team they could have added. I was thinking mm. that, but I was like also thinking like I, I didn't even think about how that kind of probably affected Raquel being like she's mm. probably thinking she was on her way up too. But then like, oh <laughs> yeah, very oh true. actually no, if people knew it was well known she was going to leave, then obviously not. Yeah, true. Like, and she's got a budding uh, friendship with Rhea Ripley and, and when too. You, so. Yeah, when you think about it, they it was kind of they, they kind of did her cool because they were like, hey, uh, since you're on your way out, we're going to let you win the titles one more time, and then you know you'll you'll, yeah. give, you'll give them back, but. It'll yeah. be with your best friend. It won't mean much in four or five I days. Mean, I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure. You know I mean? yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure it meant you know a lot to her. Yeah. But yeah, but this is what this is the crazy thing. This is what Meltzer said about those releases. He said, um, yeah, because they were saying that even creative really like they were still uh writing as if, you know, they were doing uh creating uh plans for a lot of these people because they weren't even told about the releases prior before they even happened or were announced. Yeah. So they had like, because that's why a lot of people were like, well, why'd they even have Loomis and Duke Hudson, um, you know, again, you know, cornered by their women, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. For that tag match, if like the next week they're going to be gone. Oh, yeah, he says, obviously, the creative at NXT had no idea about this. We're actually working on the continuation of the angle on the day of. They got the word that, they, uh, that Bivens was cut and, and Kai was cut. Uh, Bivens didn't sign a recent contract offer from WWE, but his current deal also was set not to be up till 2023. He had been considered at supposedly, yeah, there was news supposedly that he was considered at one point to be uh, the role of managing Omos. Yeah, but he actually went uh, went out and said that, it, that there was he didn't know about it. Yeah, I um, mean, he, I, I, yeah, I don't know if you see, saw he kind of did like a yeah, yeah. I have that quote actually in you know yeah. oh, oh the stand up the stand up yeah, was where you hey, about I would you love to that. see him do seriously. A stand-up. I, mean, I should have gone on NXT UK. They forget you exist, bro. Over there. I he, was said, like, he, said, yeah. he said witness protection. Like like mm-hmm. no no lie. I've been wondering, and I'm sure there's a lot out there. I was like, dude, there should be like a small little 
you know what I mean, niche uh, stand-up comedy about pro wrestling that, like, there should be jokes that pro wrestling fans would love. You know what I mean? Stuff yeah, like that. definitely. Or references, you know what I mean? But, and I mean, yeah, so I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I heard he also, though, through SRS, uh, Sean Ross, that L.A. Knight was also considered for that same role. Even before they gave him the that night modeling been, agency or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I just, I mean, hey, I, I, I love, you know what I mean? I love me some L.A. Night. Night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the I model, was, uh, yeah, I'm trying to, but yeah, this is what uh, Malcolm actually had to say about the releases. Uh, he said, a lot of people want to know, Malcolm, what happened? What happened? And you know what? They say there's three sides to a story. There's your side, the truth, and there's uh, their side. So I just got to be real. I have to, I hate to say it. I have to control my narrative. Hey, 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 don't boo. I'm unemployed. You can't boo them, all right? I get a pass. I get a pass today. Shit. All right, so here's the truth. There's a lot of rumors, a lot of speculation. Was I offered a contract in February? Yes. Did I say no to that contract? Yes. Was I offered to be with Omos? No. No one said a word to me about managing Omos. Was I told about the main roster? Yes. And people, they think I'm crazy. Like, quote, Malcolm, you threw away millions potentially. You walked away. Yeah, I did because I didn't want to do it anymore, and unfortunately, I wasn't happy. At Stand and Deliver, I had a conversation with the head writer, and I told him so. Then two weeks in a row, I said the same thing. Quote, I don't think this was for me, and that's okay because your happiness is not dictated by what people say you should do. Happiness is dictated uh, by what you think you should do because there's a difference, right? And you know it's been an interesting few days. I'll put it to you this way. Shout out to Brutus Creed. Shout out to Julius. Ivy, I'm going to miss them. I love them like they're all my kids, but sometimes in life you have to move on, you know? And people ask me, or they have been asking me, you know, Malcolm, is this is this it for you? Is this it as far as professionally wrestling goes? And for that, I have to say yes. I have to, I have, oh, I have to say yes, but will I come back? Maybe, maybe for the right price. Hmm. Yeah, I think he'd be. I mean, we we are going through the gambit of people. Oh, yeah. He he would benefit as a, yeah, yeah, definitely, especially with the relaunch of um, Stokely Re- Hathaway. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, Ring oh, of with Honor, the, with the Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Uh, the only thing Man. I was going to add on the process of the stuff was that um, so. It, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Draco Anthony was another name. I, I did hear about. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. Sorry man. about that. So, but uh, Brian Alvarez he revealed that he saw the list of names that went around that day, and at that time, what's interesting was that before the names broke, one of the names he saw, I guess, on that list was apparently saved last minute and then traded in for uh, Dexter Loomis. Traded it. Yeah, that's basically such, who was such not. Such a shitty way to say yeah, it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how I'm, like, he yeah, was yeah. swapped in the sense of where he wasn't even on the original list. Man. So that's kind of weird how that happened. And then um, I was going to say, too, just to the process of the releases with NXT, Nick Khan, Bruce Pritchard, of course, have some input, but Vince, you know, when they compile the list, but Vince has the final say. But uh, someone from the creative team told Ringside that releases are usually kept quiet and private until they happen, meaning most writers have no idea that who's going to get let go oh, okay, okay. until they find out like when the public does. But it's being said that the recent list was meant to happen a week prior, but the decision was meant to hold off. But it seemed like, you know, more of the important players they needed for the writing team kind of already knew what was going to happen. So it's kind of weird. On one side, you get guys who are up in arms, like, what yeah, are we supposed yeah. to do about these storylines? And then other guys are saying, well, they knew it was going to happen a week prior. I was going to so. say, I, I appreciate you uh, putting that perspective on it, too, because obviously it's not, I mean, there's like like he just said, three sides to a story. You know what I mean? Yes, so, sir. Uh, but it he, is ringside news, so. <laughs> well, uh, Steph, Steph Delandry, uh, she commented with Sean Ross Sapp we were just talking to, about. She said, as it happens, I don't want to say it was a shock because I don't I don't think you can say it's a shock with the way it's been since I've been here. Obviously, it's heartbreaking. WWE is my dream job, and to lose that is obviously a huge loss, but I've been thinking about it a lot and since I've been at WWE the last year. These kind of cuts have been coming very often and also out of nowhere, so I think it would be silly to say I was so shocked and so blindsided. Uh, because the way that it has been, you know, at the moment, it's kind of like, well, you know, it's happening. 
at some point. You know that phone call is going to ring. It's going to come. So obviously I wish it wasn't right now. That's a horrible way to fucking live, mm. to go to work like that, God. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I feel like I had more to do with WWE, but I wouldn't say it was such a shock because I don't think there are many people that can be completely confident that they're safe right now. Mm. Yo, that's the crazy thing to say. Yeah, seriously. Man, so I, that's... Fuck. Because that's the thing, yeah. I mean, to say that she was just on TV, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, definitely. Oh, man, yeah. Um, did you... I was going to ask, did you have another quote from any of the releases? Because I was going to spin move to... Uh, Roddy. Yeah, I was gonna say it was almost on the heels of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Roderick Strong, who obviously you know team, you know Diamond Mine teammate of a. Uh, he teamed with everyone that Bivens named. <laughs> yeah, dude. but he didn't name Roddy, which I thought was he weird. Said, he said, "Roddy, you don't need you don't need nothing from <laughs> yeah. me. Like mm-hmm. like you're a star." <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he asked for his release as well. I, I believe you have some some. Yeah, stuff man, uh, fightful select. Now, I don't think that's the first time he's asked for it. Before no, either, not right? at all. Yeah, yeah it's. Uh, they said uh, it's been multiple times in the last year, in the past Oof. few months, actually. Uh, fightful Selected reported that they said that uh, Strong had resigned with WWE just before Diamond Mines TV de- uh, debut on NXT. Um, and we since, talked about them being a great act to have on yeah, on that main roster too. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, he's since grown frustrated over many things in the past year, such as being. The the last member now from the originally pitched lineup of Diamond Mine with, with him, Ruas, Shafir, his wife, obviously, Tyler Russ, Suzuki, and Bivens. Oh, you know? Ruas? Damn. Yeah. Because yeah, that was the that original guy? was they were going to – yeah, it was going to be – him, his wife, and I think Russ, and then I feel yeah, I remember the, oh, yeah. the coaches. You I know? feel bad because I feel like Ruas is always getting pitched for groups that never come to fruition. Yeah, straight up, man. Uh, Strong was recently pitched a name change as well, which he opposed, and it's being said a lot of NXT personnel expected him to be on the recent list of cuts. Seeing how he's made it very clear he's wanted out the company for some time, uh, WWE reports that Strong has remained professional though in surrounding uh, his creative in NXT, but confirmed they have no plans of granting his release as he factors into their long-term plans at this what? time is what they say so let's be real like i love I, you know me being a writing fan we you're just talking about how even at 14 <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like was it 14 years ago we we're talking about uh, yeah. w- w- with the with the whole uh victoria yeah like yeah tara Ta- victoria yeah yeah. Uh, she, yeah she had just talked to van vliet van vliet i should say i would say van vliet uh saying yeah she that uh molly holly gifted her that move because she saw him do it at an indie show which I do That's remember crazy, him. He yeah. used to do that when it's he like was the like gory neck breaker, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, man. Yeah, yeah when he was indie rific PWG he was strong, like the yeah, he was of the backbreaker, yeah, was doing it all. But yeah, yeah you know, it's, so it's like you look. I, I, I love him, but you know what I mean. But you look at him and you look at what they're pushing right now. It's like I don't think he's gonna. You know, he's been in NXT already for a while. Yeah. Main roster, I don't think it's going to do him any good. I don't think they see any value. They would see any value in him or the right value. They, yeah. yeah, yeah, the right. Thank you. The, that's not the word. It's the right value. That's that's the the, the correct way to say it. Is it's, ba- it's based on the criteria that they're placing around whatever their product that they're putting out right now. You know what I mean? Which is up and down. I mean, again, honestly, if it's not Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. RK Bro, or you know the Bloodline, I, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, you know what I mean. I so, yeah. Um, but you know what? Uh, again, you know, I, I made reference to this as well. Uh, Candice LeRae. I heard. Yeah. For- uh, she's officially done. Um, a lot of people were speculating that might be some time added because, you know, the whole thing where sometimes your contract f- gets frozen. Obviously, she was on maternity leave. Yeah. Um, but yeah, contract expired. She's done, though. I don't think they're going to add the time. I don't think she plays into their youth incentive i was gonna say no that's the best way to say and it's not that we feel that way it's how that that's again based on their guidelines they would look at her as you know what i mean mm-hmm. maybe not fitting into their 
new direction, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? And and there's nothing wrong with her entering at all. But I mean, like you can't tell me she couldn't probably play play a pretty good role backstage. I mean, I would no. love, I would love more for her, but at the same time, with that roster, not really. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I think I don't know. It's tough. It's tough not to say I would love for her to go to AEW, but AEW are getting pretty bloated. Not so much on the women's division, but there's still women in the wing that haven't even gotten TV time, you know, so or at least the proper TV time. But Yeah, I mean, there's some that I still think uh, may not be ready. I mean, it's weird because you got, like, Abaddon just freaking flooding tar- dark all the time, but I'm like, that's a character that I'm like, y'all signed, I think, and yeah. you don't really know how to... Yeah, it's weird. how to how to book. Yeah, and I, I like her style. I like her look. I think it's very daring for you know. It's almost like she could be their Rosemary if they yeah. played it right, but yeah. they're not. And I feel like she just kind of gets brought out for like shock factor sometimes, yeah, and, and like, but then always ends up losing. You know, like it's mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I'm I'm surprised. I don't know, but I, yeah, yeah it, I mean that's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can go to. There's a lot of people we could add to that. We list need. Too. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, bottom line is. If Larray wanted to still wrestle, AEW could benefit from having her on the division. That's what I'll say. Yeah. So. Um, and just going to go through a little bit more of the, the rest because I got, I got this uh, separated into WWE news, AEW news, and other news. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. uh, to, to round off the you know little bits of WWE news, uh, obviously WrestleMania Backlash was just this uh, Sunday. Backlash. Um, I'm not a fan of the name, but – I got to, you know, give praise. Uh, I was talking about it. Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. They had a really good match, man. Um, mm-hmm. I just really... knew it wasn't over with that finish. I think that's why I was – don't get me wrong. I, it was a good match even with the finish included. But yeah. per, per, uh, preferably I would have liked the nail to be in the coffin for that story to see what Cody was going to do next. But I knew inevitably that was not going to be the decision or the yeah, uh, it was gonna decisive. Be, it wasn't going right? to be too straight. No. Yeah, you know. I mean so. – you get the you get the pass with the oh I didn't know who I couldn't prepare for who I didn't know yeah you know and that that's totally fine you know what mm-hmm. I mean and he's a heel that can get get that over yeah but then when you have this whole build up and then it's like nah man you're just gonna have to out outsmart the 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 smart architect huh yeah <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, nice but yeah I, you know I, I enjoyed the matches because I it, I, don't, I watched that match I was like yeah Cody Stubb belongs in WWE yeah. But I, I'm going to miss it. And, you mm-hmm. know, especially you got news of, like, Dustin saying, like, yeah, I'm never going to wrestle Cody again. Yeah. Because, honestly, I mean, when you think about it, I don't know if I'd want to after their their match. I, there's no reason to. But it's that hard match, not yeah. to say I would have loved to see, like, FTR versus the Brotherhood. Oh, I would love you know to see saying? that. Yeah, 100%. Um, or, like, Sting and Darby against the Brotherhood. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been dope somehow. I, I would have liked to see the Young – oh, we did see the Young Bucks versus the Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a little difference now, right? Yeah, like, but definitely. Anyways, man. But, uh, you know – and on the tail to that, we also had uh, Rhea Ripley, who joined Judgment Day mm-hmm. officially. The so, Eradicator, as she's been nicknamed. Really? Yeah, and Jud- uh, was it okay. the Judgment, or no, I'm sorry, the Punishment is what he called Damien as a nickname. Yeah, I, 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 I heard yeah. that yeah, they've been referring to the to to the the indie stuff, which mm-hmm. is cool. You know what I mean? Because like Edge kind of has a little bit of struck to get yeah. that over, and you got a new haircut. Got, I was surprised got, to see that, but I wasn't mad at it either. Got, yeah. got the Miz special, mm-hmm. um, but you know what? Even Edge, I know we kind of been a little bit critical up and down about Edge's return, but this was a, that was a great match for him against AJ as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just want to comment on that because obviously, it happened. yeah, and I liked how they used Rhea. A lot of people thought that was uh, Champa at first because uh, she went down <laughs> in the hood, of, right? Hey, that, yeah, but that's kind of fucked because it's like, what do you mean? Why? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like the, to be like it's Rhea Ripley, but then people think it's like like, mm-hmm. uh, like it's Champa, and you're like, wait, but why would you think a girl's a guy? Yeah, yeah, no, trust me. <laughs> you're like, oh, because he's he's kind of a 
Small guy. <laughs> yeah, that, I think not that's really, what it is. Not really, but he is. Yeah, he, you know. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, but, but NXT's done a good job making him look, you know, like like he's. I mean, he's a confident heel for sure, or not. Well, you know, what I mean. But yeah. oh, does that mean he's gonna be like the? Uh, he's probably gonna bring up like the the psycho killer or something if he because I heard that they low key, um, they are like in the promo following, uh, you know, a Raw. He did mention like still recruiting. Yeah, edged it I so did, loud. Yeah. I, I heard that they're maybe looking for a fourth. So I mean, you got Tommaso Ciampa doing this I thing. Mean, with, he uh, was the rumored like yeah, yeah, on I, the list, but you know yeah. how that thing goes. Well, you know? the, the interesting thing is, so was Mustafa Ali, but those mm. two are currently you know doing something yeah. right now mm-hmm. on, on Raw. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting as far as how if that is true the way they go mm-hmm. as far as recruitment how they bring him in. But um, the other big thing coming out. Of uh, WrestleMania backlash was there was uh, supposedly there's this new stipulation people are talking about about Money in the Bank, yeah, and supposedly people backstage have no idea what what is going on about this, mm. but there was an ad for Money in the Bank during WrestleMania backlash which saw Cody as part of many people who had like a speaking part. Usually that's how the, how it goes when they yeah. do these things, mm. and he said, "quote One lucky male and female superstar will win the chance to main event WrestleMania," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, it's um, it's very interesting because one half of the IWC was like, so what? The Royal Rumble's done, but I think what it is is in addition to because you know how it goes, man. Once oh, the they, winners of the Royal Rumbles yeah. are picked, you're trying to figure out, okay, well, so what's the other main belt card gonna be? You know that that joins like is it night one, night two? So I think it's one of those things where they're just making sure they got the bases loaded. You know what I mean? From it's yeah, because like once early on, and then once right I mean, in January. I, I would kind of like, hate that because that means you got like if if it's gonna be in June, then that means you have what like six months, like ten months of knowing who's gonna be in the main. Yeah, event. but you don't know who he's gonna face. So I think yeah, to me that's, that's fun to see who the belt stays on by then. You know, maybe in it, a sense it but, could. It could. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's got potential because a lot yeah. of people were thinking maybe it was, it was taken a different way because they were saying like potentially. You could secure yourself that main event because you have like the golden ticket in the briefcase. So mm-hmm. maybe that's what they were trying to put over. But yeah, it was you know causing a little bit of a speculation. Obviously, you heard about it. Um, oh yeah. Also, Big E uh, health update. Um, oh okay. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously, I think it was what his C one and his C four. I think. Yeah. Let me let me double check because he he had a oh here it goes. Uh, for those desirous of an update, my C1 apparently isn't healing optimally. I'll spend another four to six weeks in a brace in hopes that I can avoid a fusion. But don't you fret. I got a tremendous uh, support system and what shall be shall be. Hmm. So even, you know, always keeping that, that positive energy, man. i tell you what. I, I wish the best for Big E, and I do hope he does have a tremendous recovery and is able to get back to what he does, the, you know, the best. But... If something happens that prevents him from doing that, I do not envy Rich Holland, despite the fact that he was professional, has, has checked on him and did the right thing. I just feel like the crowd appeal is going to shit oh, no, him for like the it's, remainder it's of over. his of, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? It's, so in that regard it's definitely yeah. Yeah. Because um, the same sort of thing happened to Delo for a bit and he just had to just ride the yeah. ride the wave and finally he, you know, was able to get through and get over again, you know. So but who knows? For sure, man. Um, and then the other biggest story that's coming out is Roman Reigns taking extended time off? Question, question mark? Yeah. Uh, quote, unquote. Uh, I mean, he had a recent house show. I think it was in, like, uh, Trenton, New Jersey. But this is what he said. Uh, quote, I've been here many times. You know what I'm saying? I've been here a couple times in the past 10 years. I'm starting to work into a new phase in my career. And honestly, I don't know if I'll be back here again. 
If that's the case, I just want to say thank you for all those years of support, which, you know, sent Internet into a frenzy because, you know, they're, they're yeah. thinking he's leaving the company. There was also, I mean, I had initial reports that um, he was being taken off all shows uh, for a quote-unquote extended time off through the summer. So that made people think, you know, maybe he was leaving to do a movie. Yeah, because I heard it, it, it included SmackDowns, a few SmackDowns in August. Yeah, it was a few, like yeah, that. it said yeah. a few TVs and a few house shows. Yeah, that's what, yeah, what, what I'm reading here, but... Yeah, I mean it, it's interesting, but I guess the the news is is uh he he got a new deal um uh, for far less dates. So I guess what it is is he's kind of working a Brock Lesnar. So, yeah. Um. Uh, so that's what it is. Uh, he says doesn't know how many. Uh, this again is from Meltzer. Doesn't know how many house uh, house shows he's going to be doing, but it'll be much less than the number that he's doing now. It's one of the perks of being there for a while and being valuable. There is uh being value being valuable there is you can kind of call certain shots and he's got the power to maintain the championship and work fewer dates like Lesnar had and Hulk Hogan used to uh, mm. back in the day. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. I, I It makes sense. He's he's has reached, I don't want to say God level, but you know what I mean. He, well, yeah, I mean, reached, dude, reached two, what, the, two years. I mean, what else can they do with him at this point? Yeah. They, I mean, without before they overexpose him and then realize they can't book him to do anything. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, seriously. So, um, it's just interesting what they're going to do with the championship if that's the deal, you know, like what they're going to do for, for main events going forward. Because uh, the other thing I read is uh, he only has two scheduled pay-per-view matches left before he goes into that new deal, supposedly, and that's uh, oh, okay. money, money in the Bank and SummerSlam. So Okay. Well, it's probably Drew at Money in the Bank, I assume. Drew. And then we'll see what happens after that. But, yeah, I did hear about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, pretty much it for uh, WWE. Moving on to AW, uh, not to be, quote-unquote, in the spirit of releases or anybody leaving companies, but I uh, did have news earlier, uh, you know, I think it was late last week, Stu Grayson uh, officially yeah. gone from AW uh, due to his contract uh, expiring uh, yeah. April 30th. Um, you know, basically both sides just, could, you know, un- unable to come to an agreement on a, on a renewal for a new deal. Okay, I didn't, um, I didn't know if that was the, the case. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I want—I don't know if it's uh, you know money or uh, dates or you know what the what the deal is on that. Um, but I do have a quote from both uh, the man himself and as well. Um, oh, okay. Uh, what's it called? Um, I have oh from uh, Evil Uno as well. Uh, Grayson, you know, directly from him, he said, "April thirtieth, my contract with AEW expired. Best of luck to everyone working for AEW." Our great production and medical team, and of course, every man and woman who steps into the ring, and to my Dark Order family, I hope the world will soon see what you are truly capable of. Mm. Um, I did hear he's, you know, Very they, positive, have, they have an open door, you know, open for him to return. Okay. I mean, obviously, when you're like, hey, well, when you're ready to play ball. <laughs> yeah, that's what it kind of sounds like, <laughs> because you're used to that carny bullshit with yeah. the promoters, but oh, I get to that. Uh, Stu Grayson is one of the best performers in the world, this is Evil Uno. Whatever he does next, Evil Uno knows he will continue to be one of the best. Hashtag SSB forever. No, that's not Strong Style Brown, but shout out to Super Smash Brothers. Yes, sir. I mean, hello. Yeah, I heard the his last match already aired on Dark. It was like a six-man with uh, yeah, well, I think it was what with five and yeah, it was uh, let's see, Vance, Reynolds, Uno, five and uh, Silver. Yeah, against a few guys. One of them was Eli Isom from uh, Ring of Honor and oh yeah, we were guys. yeah we were every time we uh, I was like yeah yeah the Boston show the Boston show yeah, yeah. I mean not I mean obviously not Boston but you know what I'm saying yeah yeah exactly yeah um I do have an update on uh Bret Hart. In uh, AEW, quote unquote, I know we talked about him signing a new contract. Yeah, we definitely. Yeah, it was said it was that he merchan- did a. It was a, a merchandising deal, is what. Oh, I, what through I WWE, so yeah. it's not maybe not a Legends deal then. I mean, that could be part of that. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be making appearances. I know it probably the travel is a lot for him coming from Calgary all the gotcha. time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But 
Um, but he says, uh, quote, uh, I'm happily retired. I'm a home guy now, and there's not a lot I can do in wrestling. People say, quote, what are you going to do? What would you do in AEW? And it's like, what would I do? Referee? Manage? Be a chairman? It's like, I don't want to be remembered that way. I want to be remembered as a wrestler. I'd be happy to help a lot of uh, the AEW talent, and I know a lot of them, and I talk to them. A lot of them sometimes by text or on the phone, and people call me up. I always got advice, and I could always pinpoint little things that can make a difference in a guy's match or something he's doing, but I'm a guy that likes being home. So if they're going to have a call, uh, have to call me on the phone, it's not something I wish. He said, I wish I can go to you know do more stuff easily, but I'm getting older now, and it's getting harder for me to keep flying around. So, yeah, I was right. Mm. And, and doing stuff. Mm. I got to pick my days that I can do stuff. There are a lot of things I would love to be a part of, AEW and what they're doing. I know that they've got some great wrestlers there and have a lot of respect for the organization and all that, but right now I'm happy at home. And Tony screwed Tony. No, but. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I um, that's interesting. I mean, so it sounds like it could happen, but it would be on a very limited basis. Um, and like you said, yeah, you had that same concern. I mean, I'm the Brett guy, but you were definitely like, I don't know if he can handle that. I mean, that I just remember what happened last. I mean, obviously he was there for the inaugural double or nothing with the, the mm-hmm. bell presentation, but then you heard news that he fell, you know what I mean, down the, the stairs, uh, uh, you know, coming back down the Yeah, the that's ramp. right. I forgot about that. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, man, that's – I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and then, again, the whole thing with the Hall of Fame stuff, uh, you know, oh, we yeah, were just yeah. talking about it the other day. It's like – well, damn, man, can we can we give Brett a fucking chance? Well, just to, uh, I want to squelch this in real quick. Um, yes, I don't want to spend too much time. Um, you know, those who have been keeping up, you guys know that AEW has been developing a video game. Fight Forever is the official name. Um, I can go on and on about the reveals, but the biggest thing I thought that definitely spins off of this is that it was reported that uh, per Fightful, that uh, I'm sorry, no, Bodyslam.net, that Owen Hart will be a playable character in the game. I, I did hear about that. Um, I remember when they made the press release about the the deal with the the Owen Hart uh, organization or the, or the organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the foundation. The foundation. So. Thank you. I remember that they were saying that there was like you know, for for uh, licensing of, of like merchandise and different stuff. And I did see the the video game. I'm like, oh, that must. I'm thinking it was for the the GM game that they. Yeah, made. that's you know what, what I, I, mean? I would have thought too. Yeah. But like, you're telling me that, like, how, how do you even do a scan like that? that that's. That's that's man, yeah that's that's, that's be really cool, dude. Definitely, man, definitely. But um, yeah, I mean, I I don't want to go. T- I mean, there's a lot of details on the game, uh, but I know there's also been conflicting reports, which we don't have to bring that up here. I mean, until we learn more. But I do know so far it's going to be roughly a 50 name roster, and uh, supposedly there you know there are notable omissions, but there's expected to be a patch and it's some sort of downloadable way i don't know if it's going to happen i know for sure it's been discussed but not confirmed and that uh yeah i mean it, it seems like the they're they're working on it but there's still a lot of work to be done is what has been reported so yeah i'll let you guys do your research and like i said once we find out more on both sides we'll definitely bring it to the table but uh yeah did you have uh anything else on AEW? i do i have a uh unfortunate uh health update on jake the snake oh man yeah this you was- saw him this week too yeah, that, uh, yeah. It's funny you say that because that's what Jim Ross just said. Uh, uh, this is via his grilling. Uh, was it uh, grilling, grilling with JR? Yeah. yeah. He says, "Quote: I just saw him here a few weeks ago, and he's still battling his breathing issues. He's not in great health. Uh, that's why you don't see him as often on AEW TV uh, as he once was when he was fronting uh, Lance Archer. But his health is not good, and he's taking the means to address it. He still has surgeries left, but he has some breathing issues. So. Oh man, surgeries though." That's pretty serious. I mean, Jewel, just because of his age. Yeah. I mean, you know, not counting out. And I'm know. sure just 
the drug abuse to his body in the past and, you know, among other things. That stuff always catches up with you, man. That's why you see so many rock and rollers, man. They, they're they like, you know, they'll expire like in their 50s, 60s, you know, just because of how hard they rode the tours back in the day, you know. So, and we all know Jake came from a, old, a different, not just, I mean, he's got his demons, but he came from a different time than a lot of those young cats in the locker room. So, you talking about the Railers? Yeah, yeah. Grizzly Jr. <laughs> no, no, don't say yeah, that. Yeah, no, I can't say that. <laughs> no, okay. Don't don't let him hear you say uh, that. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> you, you don't you don't want those no, problems, no. son. Um next on the list, uh unfortunately I guess uh in the same vein of injury updates, uh Hikaru Shida, currently injured. I um, heard, yeah. She was scheduled to be in the quarterfinals mm-hmm. uh of the you know because she qualified for the the women's Owens Foundation uh, yes, tournament, mm-hmm. but I guess she's injured. I guess she got injured from that match, the the Philly Street fight she had with uh, with Serena Deeb. Uh, but yeah, she's being replaced. Is being said uh, it wasn't uh, updated on the the dynamite from last night yeah. yet. No, uh, she was supposed to face ago. Red Velvet too. So yeah. it'll be interesting who they they put in that spot. Chris Statlander is the oh really okay the yeah, replacement that's r- okay that's not yeah that's right one. yeah yeah that's right. You got something to say? I don't know. Can you boop the baddies? I don't know. Well, I, well, I thought it was interesting just because Red Velvet has a little bit of history with her. Oh, with, that's with right. The whole, yeah. Um, what's mm-hmm. her name? Uh, legit late. Yeah, Irish that joint. whole. Yeah, that whole John. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? She was a third leg in that. Wasn't well, she, speaking yeah. of third leg, love that you said that. Segway City baby <laughs> appears that trios tag belts have been officially made. Finally. Yeah. Uh, quoting again, uh, Uncle Dave um, says that. Tony Khan has previously indicated that he wanted to introduce uh, the gold following Omega's return. As he says, Trio's title belts have been made, so now it's just a matter of when they pull the trigger. Uh, Tony Khan was asked about making Trio's titles and gave the indication a few months ago what, uh, that it was happening, but they didn't want to do it, the, the tournament until Kenny Omega was back. So, mm. Okay. Um, Big plans. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. <laughs> um by the way uh again I'm, I'm trying to get through this i'm so sorry man it's just just the wrestling world popping up man yeah you good uh more details i don't know if you remember uh from uh, back in november we had this report about tony khan uh originally not allowing daniel bryan uh to make an outside appearance and uh, we were trying to speculate what uh, that yeah, promotion yeah. was for yeah turns out that was for defy wrestling and if you, oh, wow. in, in, which I, I i'm like thinking you know that makes sense because washington native yeah you know they're based out of seattle and I guess that, you know, I just wanted to clarify that. Uh, basically, you know, the whole reason why he's not let, allowing them to do that because he's planning a, what he called a quote-unquote major show or event uh, in the Pacific Northwest area mm. uh, where he wants, you know, especially now that he has guys like, uh, you know, Swerve and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and um, obviously Darby. Darby. Yeah. Uh, and and he, he was talking about this on the Swerve City podcast as well. So he just kind of wanted Brian's first match, you know, post-WWE especially, in that area to be, you know, under AEW's, uh, you know, I don't know why I feel First like Nyla's from Washington too. She's from Washington D.C. Oh, which okay. that's why it's so funny. Like she's from she's built from Washington D.C. She's the native beast, and then she does the beast bomb. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. Washington, like like like, like yeah. Batista. So I always yeah, that it. is kind of <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, man. But um, speaking of major show of event, Forbidden Door. You know, it's going down in June. Yeah, I heard this them tickets sold. Yeah, out. supposedly they sold out in 40 minutes. A lot of people were mm-hmm. speculating on the on that, but they actually had to open up some more uh, tickets because of how quick they sold, which is good. Because I honestly, seen, I remember when we broke the news, it seemed like not a lot of people were. They were like, "Well, duh." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. What else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they wanted more. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, 
CM Punk had commented on a potential quote-unquote dream match with uh, Kenta. I did hear about that, yeah. Yeah, um, he got it's 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 pretty funny. Like basically, he had I forgot who uh, the the name of the guy. He had a um, oh Connor Casey with Barstool. Um, uh, mm. CM Punk had an interview where he asked him. He said, "Hey, you guys are going back to Chicago for a uh, you know AW uh, New Japan Forbidden Door June 26. There's a guy over in New Japan that keeps calling you out on Twitter every chance he gets, and that's Kenta. Does that match interest you at all?" To which he just simply said, "No." Really? Yeah, and, K- and Kenta responded, ha, 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 perfect answer. Zero interest and keep using my finish. What garbage. With, like, three uh, crying laughing, emo- uh, mm. laughing emojis. Uh, but I don't know, man. It's, it's it's one of those things where I don't know if because, you know, based on how he was kind of acting, you know, mm. for Dynamite, I don't know if that's what they're playing up or, you know. Uh, but it seems like, Jay- by the way, why is Jim Ross so obsessed with – how CM Punk is going to be coming back to Chicago? He was talking about it the whole fuck. Yeah, I was like, bro. Confi- I'm like, I'm like, or, or, and at one point he said leaving Chicago. I'm like, bro, it's not even in Chicago. Yeah, I was thinking about well, it. I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, you like, mean arriving to Chicago? Yeah, and these dudes are being yeah. so nice about it. Like, yeah, I was in my head. I'm like, I was like, you got me thinking. That. Thanks for saying it because I was like, do I mention that? I don't want to <laughs> nail him to the board. He's Jr. It was one, yeah. yeah, it was one of those things. I'm like, why does Jr. think he's convinced that Devil or Nothing mm-hmm. is in Chicago for some reason? It's all about the Owen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's yeah yeah that, that, that's his big thing right? mm-hmm. uh but uh last on the aw news uh, i don't know if you heard about this but uh again you know grand assault just because of recent things that happened uh with the cody Rhodes stuff wade keller has reported that there's been some alleged blo- uh, big blow up backstage uh between punk and tony khan uh regarding how he chose to respond to the eric bischoff uh i heard about stuff this. on yeah. twitter um, you know, but honestly, I'm gonna say this, man. Bischoff just well, I, I, just, I, I Bischoff to me looks like he needs to get a life, like it, uh, on that level. Like you, you out here talking about numbers. Oh, you haven't done anything, punk. And it's like, bro, who cares? Like, no I mean, one—that's not like, how you combat a wrestler it, with it's, I, logistics. I, like, I 100% agree with you, but in his position, where he was a guy that was the executive behind the scenes and having to perform at a certain number to keep the show on the you know what i mean on yeah, the air yeah. i can get where he's coming from with that kind of knowledge but it's a different kind of argument that he's having and he doesn't realize it you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and i just feel like he, I, i'll just say this i just feel like he rests on the laurels of wcw's yesteryear when it was and in things fact are different. On to, and yeah, it's fine and but, different, but yeah. there's you're not making as much money as you were back then absolutely they're not, not paying people as much as that they're not as much people watching wrestling and it's, it's not, not going to get that yeah. high so i feel like bro but why you still have you're putting 90s um uh uh standards strategies yeah yeah, yeah on, on a on a modern he, sport, I mean, a version of the sport, you know? So that's why I think it I, just doesn't make sense. Again, like, you know, he, he was specifically talking about maybe them catering more to the casual fan as opposed to, you know, just the, the small contingent of actual wrestling fans. And I can understand because he, he, again, what he's trying to say, I don't agree with it. Yeah, but yeah. I can understand where he's coming from. But, of course, that elicited a response from uh, CM Punk that said, quote, Wrestling Twitter needs to stop amplifying all the old head, bad mm-hmm. faith, bad take, carny dipshits. They had their moment in the sun. Let them die in the dark with their ego podcast. Quote me. But I guess Tony had a problem with the way that he chose Adri- to handle that, that because yeah. though is yeah okay that's him, but it's like you use the same handle on Twitter to represent yourself and the company as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. So kind of yeah, you know I mean I guess they've been supposedly again supposedly 
mm. at odds uh, uh, with, with that whole thing. But uh, speaking about uh, having odds with management, unfortunately, uh, and this moves on to the other category of the news, Kota Ibushi has been having Yo, major, major New Japan yeah. management uh, issues. issues. Mm-hmm. This is this is some crazy stuff going on, and it, it's it's hard to to like put in order, but. Yeah, and I I know what you mean because usually New Japan, when it comes to backstage stuff, they really narrow in on the the old kayfabe style of just keeping it to the chest. So it's kind of crazy because I heard Kota was like tweeting this stuff out. Yeah, you know, so which is mm, kind of uncharacteristic for how they do business. But yeah, not to interrupt you, but no, no, it, it's like I said, it's it's one of those things. It's like I'm try, I'm trying to pull back the layers because uh, the only person of uh, American influence who have really commented on anything going on with it um, was obviously Dave Meltzer again. He says, quote, there is more than smoke to the fire. Abushi has problems with upper management that are significant. Gato is trying to smooth them out, but mm-hmm. it's not settled. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, so basically Abushi has strongly come out against New Japan management making a series of claims regarding what he calls quote-unquote power harassment and promising to, uh, quote, expose abnormalities. Um, supposedly, there's been, you know, it, it's been a lot of uh, heat between him and a certain uh, booker or person uh, in the management uh, role back there named uh, Kikuchi. Uh, it's, this goes back for, I guess, a bit. Um, I guess he has a different I heard it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, it, it's it's weird because I guess one of the things, you know, recently is uh, he says, I'll expose all about the former cheaters goon, uh, you know, goon, you know, gang, mm-hmm. gang, yeah. whatever. Gang, gang. And the, quote, sexually harassing bosses Ooh. from the company president's lies to his unreasonable power harassment this time. Get prepared for this TOSPO, which is Tokyo Sports, mm-hmm. and TV Asahi, too. I don't care. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Um. And I didn't it, hear about that part. Dude, he was putting out uh, DM conversations between him and that guy. Yeah, I heard about that. Where he's like, dude, if you're like basically threatening to cancel his 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 contract yeah. with him, because I guess he made a um appearance for a show that wasn't that he didn't approve. Yeah, so that was a part of it as well. Yeah, and I heard he was talking about how they were like on him to like return. Faster yeah, I was about than to say that to there's been injury. Yeah, it says since like 2018 there was massive heat because like he wanted Ibushi back for Wrestle Kingdom after he suffered that soldier in- shoulder injury at at the G1 Climax. Uh, Ibushi reportedly said he wouldn't wrestle until his shoulder was fully healed. He later told New Japan he was fit enough to appear at the New Japan Cup and was reportedly booked to win. And then the plan quickly changed when Kikuchi, who he just pulled him from the whole yeah. tournament. Supposedly was for concern, yeah, though. Yeah, quote, but... minor concern from a doctor. Yeah. And so, it was, you know, it seemed like some kind of tit-for-tat type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, it. I don't I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's one of those things where... There's a like he's quote. There's a, some abnormalities that you you'd overlook when you're in the inner circle. It will sound imprudent, but someone can die at any moment with power harassment, lying and cheating being commonplace. I feel sorry for it, and I have to correct this situation, which led me. I was like, man, it's interesting that he's feeling like some sort of mm-hmm. you know what I mean responsibility for for you know for whatever reason. Yeah. And you know, by the way, the the cheaters goon he was referring to, I guess he has heat with Suzuki goon members, Takami Shinoku and Taichi. Really? Yeah, and I guess they have some sort of click. This is again all speculation, but they I suppose he has some click backstage that he w- warns younger wrestlers to avoid. Mm. You know what I mean? Which you know it's it's crazy, but yeah, he did uh, you know answer a fan when you know he said, "Don't ruin uh, your career or whatever," and he says, "quote I'm sorry, I wasn't considerate enough." And this is this morning. 
But since and who knows because you know the the, the time over there is yeah. different. Mm. But he says, "quote I'm sorry I wasn't considerate enough, but since I'll be fired anyway, uh, please uh, let me be selfish for one last time. The stakes were too high. I know it is rude for me to write this, but I apologize for making anyone feel unpleasant." Mm. So yeah, that's jeez. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hear about that. that so, and, was... and 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 a lot of people. I woke up to a lot of tweets saying they fired Coda with all caps. I'm like, wait, but he's saying I guess I'm fired because because he. He he's continuing to talk about this stuff, yeah, yeah. you know, and they rather keep it in house. So there's no confirm confirmation that he's officially let go of the company. But no, he's. It seems like he's treating it like that's the next step. I mean, he yeah. like I said in, in the in the uh, translated uh, screenshot of the DMs, the guy was like threatening to cancel his contract yeah. over that appearance, and he's like, "Well, I mean, get some cancel." He's yeah. like, "He's like, I'd rather you know finish up and l- until they tell me I'm finished." But you know, if you're gonna, you know, you might as well just fire me if yeah. you're going to if that's how you feel yeah yeah you know what i mean i'm like cody don't give a fuck dude mm-hmm. um in the uh the realm of uh health updates i have a health update on a uh, big big name here um we are talking about antonio Noki. oh okay reported last year that he was in the hospital for a large portion of 2021 due to issues with his lower back uh diabetes and systemic trans uh, transthyretin amyloidosis, hmm. which impairs blood circulation. Um, oh, wow. In the summer of 2021, Anoki had to undergo several emergency surgeries to avoid vul- 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 vulvulus? Yeah. Oh, oh, a twisting of the intestines is what it's called. Uh, I'm not a doctor. That, that, that's you. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he, he said that, um, at, quote, as you can see, I can't fake it. I've almost died about four times to the surprise of even, even the doctors, but I'm still alive. Uh, that you quote, you look fine was the selling point. I can't exert energy unless I'm really healthy. So I take care of myself every day. Hospitalization? Question mark. I've been in and out of the hospital for about three years now. As he laughs, mm. I'm like that's fucking Damn. badass, dude. Like I am the hospital. <laughs> He's like, man, they pay me. I don't pay them. Yeah, for real. I, I keep the. I run keep, these holes. I, I, I keep the lights on in this building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other things to mention about New Japan. Uh, Juice Robinson. Fooled everybody. Yeah. Joined Bullet Club. Got his eyes full, back full, on the full, full, full life. the United States uh, heavyweight title. Yeah, that, that post promo was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, hey, I need somebody here. Where, can we uh, hold this? Mm. You give this back to him. I'm like, I'm yeah. coming for this shit. Uh, then uh, we also got news outside the ring is uh, Switchblade. Uh, Jay White has gotten married. Oh, okay. So congrats to him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, more about uh, outside uh, stuff other than AEW. And uh, the WWE bubble, Hardy Boys will be going to be uh, headlining Triple A's Triple A Mania really? 30 in Tijuana, Mexico. Okay, I didn't June, even know they, got, uh, they were booked. Yeah, June 18th. Um, I'm not too sure. Oh, they're facing Dragon Lee and Drillistico. Oh, I did see. I didn't realize that was for Triple A Mania. Okay. Triple A. Triple A. Uh, also, Roosh has tweeted to his fans that after eight months out of the ring, I am back and stronger than ever. I want Roosh versus Kenny Omega. Roosh versus Daniel Bryan. Who's that? And Roosh versus CM Punk, dot, dot, dot. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. He's like, and, and the Tony Khan's like, please, uh, I didn't know how to tell you this because you weren't here. Yeah. But um, speaking of which, you see that uh, there's reportedly a new ROH logo. You can't see the colors because when you do trademarks, it always prints it out in black and white. Yeah. You can tell that there's like different shades, but it's basic as fuck. It looks no. like a ROH like YouTube. No, I haven't uh, seen it. Uh, I'll show it to you when, when I get a chance. I'll, but uh, last but not least, but oh, most of the time they are. Impact Wrestling news here. 
It seems that Jonah has finished up with Impact Wrestling following about that, uh, yeah. a loss to PCO in a Monsters Ball match from uh, the recent show Under Siege this past, uh, I believe, Friday. Mm. Uh, Under Siege uh, also saw the Briscoes beating Violent by Design for the Impact Tag Team Championships. Also saw the, oh, okay. the debut for Mia Yim, and I say debut instead of return because yeah. back then she was Jade. So yeah, that's right. Uh, mm. That was yeah, back everyone's in like tw- Mia Yim re- returned home, and it's like, like who the, the who? Yeah. Uh, that was back in 2017. Yeah, because I don't think she was, she was Mia there Yim until she no. popped up in the. Uh, well, she's always May been young. She's always been Mia Yim. No, on but pa- na- on but papers. Like, yeah, but but <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think in the sense of like since leaving Impact, I think Mia Yim was the first time on TV. Yeah, she was uh, referred to as that. So yeah, but yeah, says she's signed a six month deal with both sides open do an extension after uh, I think after Bound for Glory so, okay. also Sammy Callahan returned from a broken ankle uh, oh, that he okay. suffered back in September uh, as he appeared to take out Moose who was trying to uh, hijack the show and prevent the main event uh, featuring Tomohiro Ishii against the Impact World Champion Josh, Al- Josh Alexander who uh, someone we also just want to send uh, positive vibes to as he actually survived a pretty ugly car accident recently I heard but, yeah. uh, thankfully everybody was okay and um, also thoughts out speaking of car accidents unfortunately um was it Darren? Darius. Darius Martin, yeah. Darius Martin, yeah, uh, back on the shelf. We had mentioned uh, about it, I think, a couple, couple weeks episodes. ago. couple episodes, yeah. yeah. I guess uh, Malachi was on a podcast and had mentioned it, saying it was a pretty nasty car accident. Over here so. breaking kayfabe and stuff, man. I don't... I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know why I care, but it was a nasty car accident. <laughs> <laughs> So say at the house. So. The, the, he starts. He comes back. All of a sudden, there's like paint on his face. I thought it was his leg. No, it's his, it's, it was his eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have been looking at the road. Yes. <laughs> Knock. Brody was driving the other car. <laughs> oh man! I, I, speaking of which, I saw him and Darby were at some show. Who? Together. Malachi and uh, Nah. Brody and Brody. Darby, he yeah. showed up at a show and then uh, Brody. They're on stage and he picked them up and just threw them in a crowd like Bam Bam Spike Stars. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what you, you do. do yep. Yep. Um, but other than that, that's all I got for news. I do have this rapid fire NXT 2.0 coverage if you like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to add. No, I mean, I had something on a new show that seems to be emerging from AEW, but I think I'll just bring it up briefly before I jump into review just because it's uh, the, some of the name choices they have are very interesting. I would love, so. yeah, we'll do that right before you get into the, I would love to hear mm-hmm. these. But um, yeah, let me get into this. Very, very redacted. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to y'all. I kind of want to focus more on the news because that was a little bit more interesting than what went on for Yeah, 2.0. I heard. I had the review of uh, NXT, but yeah. I'm going to let you go ahead and uh, take it away. I mean, this is all that happened. You know, Toxic Attraction uh, had a match against Roxanne Perez and Wendy Chu, and they defeated them in an NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match because mm-hmm. um, I guess ranking, rankings don't matter. Yeah. Uh, the Creeds take issue with Roderick Strong. We got a little uh, of a, a vignette or a, a backstage segment, I guess, in their match. Um, at Rumspringa against the Viking Raiders, you know, uh, Roddy had gotten a little bit involved to help them win. Yeah. And, they, you know, they were taking a little bit of an issue with that. Uh, and they, they said that despite, you know, helping them get the win over the Raiders, who technically they beat their undefeated streak in NXT, mm. um, they said they want to run it back and prove that they don't, you know, need him to win, that they can beat the Raiders on their own. Then Roddy introduces the newest member of Diamond Mind as Gable Stevenson's shoot brother, quote, Damon Kemp. Uh, he's part of the, in the crowd pop. I was really surprised. Oh, okay. Uh, the Viking Raiders are shown later in the show accepting their challenge. Uh, later we had, remember I told you last round how Rumspringer went off with like these two random hooded guys yeah, that just yeah, showed up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they played this whole little little tape where like, I'm like, dude, you need to know 
I mean, you need to let us know who you have on your payroll that's filming this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah, know what I mean? seriously. Like, you need to like let people know you have a cameraman because it's not it's impossible to think you have a guy that's just going to film everything that happens all in this the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Um, Which again, AW does a good job of that. But yeah, what, definitely. Brandon Cutler, genius. Idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they showed. I guess they kidnapped them and left them in the woods and like were just whole thing yeah, again. I heard, I heard like, about that. Yeah, I'm like, why? Why? And I saw him try to do his best Bray Wyatt time during the match. Bro. He flipped up and he just did it hanging like, Tree of Woe style. What are you like, doing? Come on, bro. Like, what? why? Yeah. Like, I don't know it's not him, but I'm like, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Seriously. Oh, uh, man. But, yeah, uh, because of that, he I guess he introduced, like, you know, he's talking about these two hoodie guys. Like, oh, these are two people who really stepped up, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever, you know. So he was like, I don't know. He, he teased, like, revealing him, but he just called him the new faces of change. Uh, again, flanked by these two new new guys in, in a particular, uh, but tells Braun to join the movement uh, or else affliction and hardship await those who resist. I'm like, wait, so you kidnapped them, left them in the woods, and then you're like, yeah, join so, us. Join, so join us. I'm like, or you could have just not let them go. Yeah, I'm saying. And like, brainwashed them. Mm-hmm. Like like a real- That like, would have made more sense. Like, like a real crazy. Like, like a real supervillain, yeah. This is cuckoo bananas. Uh, we got several um, Ivy Nile- vignettes where it was like called this ivy nile challenge where it was like heard a bunch of dudes where you know she was challenging them to push-ups and they were doing weighted lunges and battle ropes and pull-ups and she was the only one left standing pretty much you know what i mean mm. uh, i do give nxt credit because they made the the last guy to go ahead up with a black dude so oh yeah you know but by the by then by, by the time they did everything when the pull-ups were last and they had to do it with a chain over the it was like they were doing the photo shoot for Vince like with Vince for oh, Muscle yeah, Fitness yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean but like, <laughs> I was like that's pretty funny I'm like yeah I'd be pretty uh, pretty tapped out uh, Nikita Lyons uh, defeated Ariana Grace um, and Fallon Henley defeated Sloane Jacobs this was all part of the first round breakout uh, oh, yeah. you know women's breakout tournament mm-hmm. it was you know one thing I noticed on both shows this week was they were both pretty women wrestling heavy oh okay yeah, yeah that's true we, yeah, yeah. What I mean so uh, I did hear that there was a lot of uh, Fit Finley producing this show um, later we got Cruz Del Toro uh, attacked and kidnapped uh, in, in the Tony D's By trunk the Goombas yeah it was this whole thing where I mean it's funny because they're doing this whole like <laughs> I'd rather you watch it. I'd rather you watch I, I it. I heard a lot of people said it was it was weird because they were like it's bad but entertaining but bad at the it's, same it's, time. It's entertaining how how funny. It's just like everyone's seen that in, in a show or a movie before, so it, it kind of plays well. Yeah, but it's just like you know you had Escobar like trying to like call Tony while in the background you got like. Was it stacks and that other dude like counting? I'm like, what are y'all counting? Y'all ain't at a safe house or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd you get the money from? Like they're just counting money in the background. And then he picks up the phone. He's like, Yeah, yeah. Who's this? He's like, It's me. Me who? You know who this is? Yeah, I know who this is. So what's going on? I'm like, What? What, what are y'all doing? He's like, yeah. Dude, you, you took my guy. He's like, Yeah, well, you took my guy. And I'm like, but they're doing this whole like back and forth phone thing, which is kind of funny because it's just you know you got like. The Spanish family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got, you know, like the, the Italians moving in yeah, and all yeah, this other yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. But, it, yeah, if, you, it, I, if there's anything to go out of your way to watch, I'd say that. And there's a, a Andre Chase uh, segment I'm going to send you in a bit. Okay, um, for sure. Because, you know, we, we love us some Andre Chase. Uh, KLR defeats Amari Miller, uh, who just returned from injury. Excuse um, you. No, no. In, in her NXT debut as Alba Fire. Oh, okay. I guess it is her re-debut, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Using the gory bomb now known as the fire bomb, which I'm like, all right, I was wondering how y'all were going to spin But she was doing that. it. It was the, the KLR, KLR bomb. Yeah, okay, so it's called the fire bomb. Then. Yeah, I was like, all right. Okay. You got that one. Yeah. I was like, 
to be actually Scottish or rather be like Scottish car bomb. Yeah, yeah, you know, seriously. Like you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, but then she also hit that diving swan time. I ain't seen her hit in a while for the mm. win. So she's doing the swan time again. Okay. Um, Santos Escobar drops an F-bomb against Tony D. I forgot about that part too, yeah. Because like Tony D was like, we're going to have a sit down next week. He's like, hey, Tony. He's like, yeah. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And they just bleeped it out. I'm like. I guess Andre Chase ain't the only mm. one who got <laughs> who like got good around here. Stuff. Good oh, stuff, man. Bruce. I, I bet you it's it's definitely probably entertaining Vince, which is yeah. why they're probably doing mm-hmm. it. Uh Grayson Waller and Tiffany Stratton, uh it was you know them. Mixed they, tag, right? Yeah, they faced Andre Chase and Sarai. Uh Sarai and Chase went after Bodie Hayward distracts the referee with his air horn, which I'm like, all right, this is getting a little bit more and more unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Like you're in the middle of counting uh, uh, <laughs> one, two, ah. Mm-hmm. It's not no. like yeah, it's, it's not like someone's like holding a mic to the speaker and getting feedback or nothing. Yeah, right? yeah, no. Um, I can Jiro back from injury attacks. Uh, Von Wagner do a backstage interview. Well, yada yada. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I already talked about that. Uh, oh yeah, so, so yeah, Nikita Lyons will face Fallon Henley in the semis for the for oh the breakout, breakout tournament. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tony- she's a good person to win that. Alliance, I yeah. would say, in terms of the new. Oh yeah, in terms got. of like buzz too. Yeah, mm. Tony D versus Santos Escobar announced for next week, as well as the return of Braun Breaker, who I guess just gets abducted and comes and goes as he pleases. Is it a match between Tony D and him, or a face? Yeah, it's, oh, it's, okay. a, it's a match. Yeah. Not just a face off. Okay. Oh, they did the face off already. Now it's going to be a. Oh, match, I see. Yeah. I see. Uh, but yeah, he's going to respond to Gacy's offer of joining the movement or not. Main event, we see Natalia defeat Cora J to get Cora J the main event, man. Uh, mm. She, she defeated her via submission stoppage after Jade passed out during the sharpshooter. Um, I kind of hated the post-match, though, because Natalia was, like, very vocal and saying, that's right, baby, they all tap. They all tap to the sharpshooter. And then the ref's like, well, no, she passed out. And she's like, what? She didn't tap? Like, you know what I mean? Like, So, like, because she didn't tap, you know, Natty, like, she extends her hand to help her back on her feet, and then, like, she gives her a hug. And they, I'm like, after weeks of beating her ass, I'm like. Or just a few weeks being a heel. You know, yeah. she was injected into that last legend stuff. Yeah. Right. Man. And then like, I don't know. It just seems weird. Like to go. Yep. I thought you were like the bleak future. And now the future's not so bleak because <laughs> you didn't tap kid. And yeah, I, I heard about how she, a lot of people felt like uh, Cora didn't really sell the pass out very long. I, I think, so well, I don't, helped. I don't put that on her. I put that on the ref because she was like slowly going there. And before they, she even could really like, Okay, like tongue out the mouth, X X is on my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like yeah. they kind of already like like you could tell like when they called it, she kind of just went, and I'm dead. You know what I mean? Well, so, what I mean is after the fact. Apparently, oh, a lot of people felt like yeah, she yeah. didn't, despite what's the name helping her to her feet. I don't know if they thought maybe Natalia didn't wait long enough, or Cora didn't look passed out long oh, enough, or whatever. Yeah. But depends what you're looking for, man. Yeah, man. But yeah, that was it. As you can see, that's why I mm-hmm. took notes the way I did. Bare I'm bones, like, baby. I'm like, no, nah, I'm cool, man. Um, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna really expand on too much, but I, like I said, go out of your way to watch the Andre Chase Sarai segment, mm-hmm. as well as the Tony D segment with the uh, Santos Escobar. Escobar, definitely. Um, but yeah, we're gonna go to break, and we'll be right back with that dynamite coverage, my man. What is going on? Quincy Jones Go here, and I'm here to tell y'all details on the brand new drop that just came out yesterday from Storyline Tease. I'm telling y'all, man, this is the one. They, they the ones. <laughs> they the ones. Every single time at the park, they never miss. This time, no different. This time, we got an AEW design for those that are fans of the Blackpool Combat Club. Yuta, Moxley, Danielson, and of course, the Lordship himself, Regal. 
all up on that thing. Forged in combat, available in three different colors. White, Heather Gray, and Black for all y'all needs. So don't be a snotty little toe rag. Pull out that good money and get you one right now before they are all gone. Quincy Jones said so. And make sure you follow at StorylineTees underscore LLC. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team. But uh, yeah, right before I jump into, of course, this Dynamite review, I just wanted to see uh, what you thought about. uh, You know, I think there's a new show that looks like it's going to be on the horizon for AEW. Quincy Jones Show. Yeah. Um, The description reads uh, that it's uh, AEW's top performers are ushering in a new behind-the-scenes wrestling series like no other. Every episode will track our core cast on the road at AEW events as they try to hold on to the titles they have or win back the ones they've lost with everything culminating at the biggest pay-per-view event of the year they all hope to walk away champions but there aren't enough belts for everybody heroes will wa- heroes will rise villains will fall champions will be crowned and with more access more star talent and more drama than ever before we'll see it all through the eyes of the biggest names in the company uh even Meltzer he notes that the project is set to be a reality show um and there hasn't oh. been an announcement uh yet uh from Warner Media but it's expected to come through the pipeline soon um and basically a uh, Warner Media property called Ringleaders sent out a survey to fans yeah, asking I'm part of Ringleaders. Oh, okay so yeah they were they were asking fans their opinions on what to name the new show uh, these are the names, and I'll tell you what I, I I rock with, and it's only one. And you said it's a reality show that would follow them at house shows, is what they said. Uh, no, it seems like it's just following them as they you know chase a title. Oh, that's kind of cool. You know, okay. hold on, you know. But the only thing I thought was weird as I read that it says heroes will rise and villains will yeah. fall, but it's all, almost makes it seem like so. so it's you script, kinda, it's yeah, going to yeah, be a script reality this show. This seem like like so I, all, hopefully, all the hopefully, bad guys not going to. Well, I was thinking maybe it'll be a, one of those things where they keep kayfabe for the most part. Be, yeah. which, which I'm not I'm not against. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean there's been worse than fucking MTV, but my bad. Well, we're, yeah, what are the list of names? Oh, uh, yeah. So we got uh, AEW Friends and Enemies, AEW Horrible. Fight to the Finish, mm. AEW To the Mat. Fight to the Finish is like when you hear Fight Forever, you're like, yeah, Fight to the Finish. Yeah, like, that's it just, what was the other one? Uh, AEW To the Mat, AEW To the Top, mm. AEW Road to the Belt. Or, which is horrible. See, I'm, uh, I'm thinking. See, I, I, I got a six more, but yeah. Go Whoa. Ahead. Yeah. There's that many. Okay, because I'm thinking. I keep forgetting that this is a reality show, so maybe some of these will hit different if it's a reality show. Yeah. AEW Breakout. AEW Breakout's better. I think that's yeah. I think one it's the... too close to NXT. In my oh, opinion. that's true. But that's true, AEW okay. Grit and Glory. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's the hot. grit's not bad, but I think when you put grit and glory together, it feels like it's trying too hard. Yeah. Uh, AEW All Access. Grit and Glory sound like a, an '80s tag team. Yeah, seriously. All uh, Access. Yeah. But then they got the All Access for WWE mm-hmm. too. Okay. AEW On the Ropes. Hmm. AEW Uprise mm. and AEW The Climb, which is honestly the only one I think works, but I don't the know climb? if it's the best. And what was the one you said before the uh, Uprise? No, no, before that one. On the ropes. On the ropes isn't bad. To the top is too close to the roads to the top thing. Yeah, road to the belt, same thing. I think. Yeah. Like breakouts too. Yeah, I you mean, had you had one in the early like friends and pack. enemies and fight to the finish. Uh, that was horrible. Like, there was yeah. one. There was like two on the oh to the mat. I was like. At first, I'm like, is it to the max? I'm like, that's horrible. Yeah, if it's posted, <laughs> that's, yeah, I don't know. So, but oh, yeah, man. I just thought I'd share that with you guys. But uh, yeah, let's uh, move on over to this AEW review as we light the fuse. Bring the boom. Dynamite. Dump, 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 dump. 
Yeah. So, yeah. But we open up Ooh. with a Owen Hart Foundation Tournament quarterfinal. Adam Cole, Bay Bay, taking on FTR's own Dax Harwood. We see Martha Hart is actually shown watching on as D, uh, as Dax makes his entrance. Uh, we see Cole try too many Bay Bay taunts and gets starts with a hard knife edge chop from Dax to set the tone of the match. Cole counters a sharpshooter attempt and exchanges small packages with Dax, calling back to his recent match with his partner Cash. Uh, Dax gets whipped hard ribs first, though, into the ring post and still steps. As we see Cole start to work over um, Dax on the floor, he actually whips him shoulder first into the post, too, and just takes on the whole midsection offense. Uh, coming back from the break, Dax has sent Sternum first, Bret Hart style, into the turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah. And then he actually beats Cole in an exchange of snap German suplexes, which I really like how that happened. Uh, Dax actually lands on his feet after attempting a diving headbutt and then hits the uh, slingshot powerbomb for a near fall and a huge pop. Uh, Cole hits the Patel, a brain buster for two, tries a super kick, but Dax counters with a springboard crossbody, very yeah. uncharacteristic, yeah. from the corner for two, then tries another, but eats a midair super kick instead, uh, and then we see Dax counter the Panama Sunrise twice, with one of them being an Alabama slam, and the other a nice pile driver. He, got, he dropped him right on his head Dude, for yeah. a near fall. Dax yeah. will uh, lock in a sharpshooter, but the injured ribs force him to lose his grip before getting shoved off the apron and into the barricade by Cole. Oof. He barely beats the 10 count, only to be locked to a sharpshooter by Cole, which he does initially fight through before ultimately tapping out from the pain. And uh, we have Adam Cole moving on to the semifinals of the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament. So I wasn't a fan of him having to lose via Cole using that move on him. Yeah. But I do appreciate him tapping out because he's also protecting Brett's finish. Definitely. And uh, to me, all it but was... he wasn't doing it, it right. This, to me, was <laughs> Brett versus Sean in yeah. some sort of, um, what's the words, uh, like a surrogate vessel between yeah. Dax and and and, and so, you know, Cole, so yeah, it, yeah. but uh, not bad. Uh, and uh, so uh, I'm just gonna move along as we go. We got CM Punk taking on John Silver. Uh, we see Hangman Page join commentary before Punk enters, wearing an Islanders jersey to troll the hometown crowd. I gotta, lo- I gotta say, I love the consistency with Punk. You know, I mean, he just remembers every little thing he says or does, and he goes back to add to it. You know, when it's time to do so. Yeah, um, I remember he tweeted that day like. Man, I, uh, Long Island loves me. <laughs> yeah, he's straight up, man. Uh, Silver, we see, hit a early shoulder block that gets a big hometown pop. Uh, Punk seemingly works heel against the crowd a little bit. Uh, he works over Silver while staring down Paige and continuing to troll the live crowd. some point, Silver makes a comeback and actually hits his kick combo and a deadlift brain buster for two. He tries for the spin doctor, but Punk actually counters with a roundhouse kick to the head, follows up with that corner shining wizard clothesline combo he does and actually taunts with some biceps, kind of rile up the crowd. Punk gets to the ramp side apron and stares down Paige for a little bit before uh, hitting Silver with his own version of the, of the uh, buckshot lariat for the win. Post-match, Paige leaves commentary table, storms down to the ring to confront Punk, and they get in each other's faces. Uh, Punk actually gets the mic, and he brings up Paige's comments from last week and accuses Paige of taking things way too personally while he considers their upcoming uh, title match just business. Says, yeah, you said you're going to destroy me. I just destroyed your boy. I wasn't a fan of that because... I think John Silver deserves a little bit more than sounding like he got destroyed because he didn't get destroyed. No, I was going to say, John you know? Silver was whipping Puck's ass for yeah, a lot of Yeah, a little it. bit, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, but he says, you know what? You say you don't want to shake my hand, but I promise you will, whether you're conscious or not, by the end of the night at Double or Nothing. And he tries to crescendo by extending his hand out, but Paige actually responds in kind with a bird to the face, and the, then he exits. I like this. 
I just wonder where it's coming it, from, right? Yeah, I, I guess it's where it's coming from. Is it just because they got we got Punk in Long Island, so he could be a little bit more heelish, or That's true. is it fair based on how hot Paige came out? Because when Punk made his you know promo while Paige was at home with COVID, it's not like he sent any. He basically said, I give you your respect, but my eyes on the prize. He didn't really say much to yeah. deteriorate like the legacy of or, or the title reign much, you know, of, of See, Paige, I keep so. I forgot about that part where that he did miss a week because of that and then he had to cut a promo on him without them there. So I did yeah. forget about that. So I guess that is because I was wondering I'm like, Yeah, why is Hangman cutting his promo like yeah, so hot at punk? Yeah, because like, last week, you know, he was like, Oh, he's probably filming another show or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. are we going this way with it? Like, okay, mm. so it'll be interesting to see. Mm. I'll just tell you this. I don't know if I want to see Paige go down another man I, I i lost the biggest match you know to the biggest star and i you know i just don't want to see that again after we've had have, it he, for he, nearly two years they did you know? it twice i mean if you think about it they build him up yeah just to lose again and then he had to build him up again just to win yeah. the big one so yeah. i don't have the the stamina for the no, time. no no not another one I don't, and i don't think it's fair to try to put that on him either to try to do that again yeah exactly uh, move on to the next match. Uh, there's a few things that happen, but I'll bring them up when the match is uh, in a lock with them. Danhausen, uh, first match, debut, taking on Tony Nese. Uh, does not last long. Uh, we see yeah. Nice showing off his biceps, and uh, Danhausen responds by cursing him, but then gets distracted by Sterling on the apron. Nice clobbers him from behind with a clothesline, then quickly hits the running Nice for the squash win. Uh, Sterling grabs the mic and touts the win from Nice, despite not getting a proper entrance, which is, you know, it's facts. And then Nice hits a another running knee to uh, Danhausen in the corner and then uh, Sterling actually cues him up to do one more and Nice does go to remove the knee pad and hit another but he gets interrupted by Hook's music to a huge pop a uh, huge hometown pop for Hook as he makes his way to the ring only for the you know the heels to take a powder and uh, he actually stares daggers through Nice as Danhausen actually gets to his feet and extends his hand Hook obliges to a huge pop this would confirm uh, the buy-in match of uh, Hook and Danhausen taking on Tony Nice and Smart Mark Sterling at a double or nothing. I so. just want to say randomly, I want to see whether you want to call him Goldhausen or Dusthausen. Mm. I think that'd be a way better combo. I I wouldn't be mad at that. I will say this: it's very interesting to see why these two are being paired. Besides the fact that they're so opposite, yeah, and yeah, you know, part of Danhausen's character before he Danhausen before he went with the paint. It has a crazy moveset. Yeah. But when he got the pain and developed that character, it's more like, I think I know what I'm doing, but I don't know what I'm doing. So sometimes it's a lot of hijinks mm. and a lot of, you know. That's what and, I'm a, I was like, kind of like standoffish about with the signing. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, we already have a lot of, enough of that because we don't need a lot of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of Orange's thing. And, yeah, exactly. You know, whoever, like, whoever else wants to. You know. Like there's room for it, but not an abundance of it. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like Orange has been running that that, that, that shop for yeah. a while. So I, I totally Ab- get what you yeah, mean. Yeah, absolutely. And then you know, there's there's room for little silly stuff, but still keep In it kind. keep it at yeah. that. Yeah, keep it exactly. at that level. So, but yeah, I mean that, that was just my thought about him. I think he'd be better suited if he was with another person of paint. But I, I agree, especially you think about Goldust and the, yeah, how goofy ah, he can get. Yeah, I was, gonna <laughs> just, I was just thinking yeah. hearing that in my head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we get to one of the uh, really uh, big pieces of business here. Wardlow and MJF have their contract signing. Uh, we see Wardlow make his entrance in cuffs, flanked by security, and we see Boo Wardlow is displayed on the Titantron. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did. Um, which I thought I was like, that's got to be new, and the, especially when commentary notes it. Uh, 
we see a uh, mock-up Dark Side of the Ring is queued up Dude. on the Tron uh, surrounding MJF's dog collar loss due to Wardlow, uh, complete with Jericho voiceover. And then we get the talking heads and Taz, Jake Roberts, and Barry Horowitz. I was going to say, you famous know, that's Jewish what, wrestler. That's I why like, I wow. text y'all to see if y'all were, because I was like, you know, hard it wasn't, it was hard to not just text randomly, Barry fucking Horowitz. Yeah, that would be tough. That, yeah, because I was like, why is that? Holy shit. Like, and I got to give props because I wouldn't have, uh, you know, a month into AEW and MJF's character, you wouldn't think he's not going to shout out a guy like Barry Horowitz. He doesn't care about the Jewish wrestlers before him, but he knew what he was doing (laughs) going into his hometown. Uh, We got security and and Spears uh, are already in the ring with Wardlow as MJF turns his entrance into his version. I say a CM Punk's return at Mm -hmm. the first dance. It really felt like it was his version of it, especially the way he was playing up to the crowd, doing fist bumps. He did did it similar when he, when he came out with the Letterman jacket last time in in Long Island. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Says it's a David versus Goliath match with him. The Jewish young prince versus the big, dumb, (laughs) stupid oaf calls himself the mensch of the sench. I love. Uh, then gives Wardlow a chance to address the live crowd, but calls the cheap seaters poor but still beautiful because, you know, they're Long Islanders. Then lets the crowd rain booze on Wardlow before revoking the offer to speak. He name drops the roller coaster and asks the crowd, oh, what, you guys don't want to talk about 2024? No worries. Neither does the guy in the back, which I was so, like, Ooh, So geez. Sean Ross Sapp literally just tweeted this 1245. Quote, MJF remains frustrated with his contract situation and is leaning towards not re-signing with AEW as things stand. Fightful has learned. Man. Ooh, well, from there, he does lay down his conditions. That would be a, a huge coup for WWE, to be honest with you. But uh, I mean, him and Cody? Yeah, yeah. seriously. Those are big. Those would be big acquisitions. Uh, his conditions are 10 lashes from his belt, gallantly displayed by Sean Spears. Smart fucking layup. Yes. Smart layup. Especially in the hometown? Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Uh, it, and it you also, know he wants to get He doesn't want to be known for that anymore, but it's like, if you're going to pull it out, pause. Yeah. That's, right there. That was, yep. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also wants a cage match versus Spears with MJF as guest referee. Wardlow starts to laugh and he goes, last I checked, you're two or 0 and 2 in Who, cage who's matches. The, who's the second one? It, he's counting um, uh, Blood and Guts. But didn't they win? Oh, blood no, they guts? did win that. Yeah. yeah. So I was wondering about, he... that's what I was going to say. I was like, was there another match that he had that we don't remember? Wardlow, was it? Oh, no. oh him and Hager. Maybe remember? Oh him and Hager yeah, that that's right. That's I think Hager did win that. But yeah. it was like a cage fight. Yeah, a cage fight. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Hey, damn. We almost digging into crates, that, baby. That was with the pandemic, wasn't it? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He does say if uh, he lays down the caveat, if Wardlow loses a, a double or nothing, he'll never never be able to sign an AEW contract forever. Uh, then MJF orders security to remove the cuffs off of Wardlow after he visibly struggles to sign the contract. He does sign, but when the guard goes to recuff him, he smashes his head hard onto the table. Then he flips sure. the whole table onto the rest of the security. The damn table. I was waiting for uh, it. I was waiting for man. it. Uh, MJF no, he hides was throwing bombs. He bro. was though, straight up. Uh, MJF hides behind. Speed as Wardlow takes out security, and then Sean actually tries to charge him with a uh, steel chair but runs into a wall. MGF tries to exit but gets caught by Wardlow, who teases the powerbomb, but Sterling jumps on his back from behind, allowing MGF to escape, while Wardlow powerbombs Sterling through the table. Um, yeah. for, for, so Sterling's a real one. I'll give him yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony, was, Tony TK, TK was asked about why he doesn't just buy out his contract. Mm-hmm. In kayfabe, uh, really, Wardlow. Okay. He says, "MGF and his family have a lot of money, and to be fair, I'm making a smart business decision for the company. We have Wardlow. He's still performing on the company right now, but it's on MGF's dime. 
<laughs> we work with a lot of people through the forbidden door and this is no different there's a lot of partnerships so i'm like he's like well when you think about it well, we we're still, getting them for the cheap uh, which is for free for us and he's fronting the bill like yeah, when you yeah. think about it, i'm like yeah yeah okay that's that's plausible i can i can fuck with that yeah <laughs> he's like dude you, you see who i got on my roster i can deal with the tax break <laughs> but yeah i just want to throw that in there. nah sir, man uh next we get a vignette Samoa joe jay lethal and then some more about the owen as they keep calling it the owen tournament uh basically sanjay taunts joe about neither uh, lethal <laughs> or satinum singh being the joker that he's set to face next week then he offers the old punjabi uh adage your stomach is big but your brain is small uh, Joe declares he will win the Owen and then plans to settle the score with Lethal and Cole. That's all, all you really need to know. Who, who, who do you think is going to be the – I mean, I, I think I, I mean, told we talked you, about yeah, either Miro or – I think I said Cesaro. I think Miro would be the better matchup. Yeah. Cesaro would be a great surprise. Um, I mean, people think maybe Gargano. I don't know at this mm. point. I heard Gargano actually visited the PC not too long ago with his baby. So um, – Led a lot of people from the IWC to definitely believe he was going to be, you know, no, coming he was, back. He was just giving some indie some some much well, needed you know, support. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The, the 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 clickbait. Johnny Gargano spotted at PC, and it's like, oh, with his baby. Yeah, I saw. Actually, yeah, I saw those pictures. Actually, yeah. Uh, next, we get an FTW title match: Jungle Boy taking on Ricky Stocks. Uh, Taz joins commentary during uh, Jungle Boy's entrance. We see an exchange of springboard arm drags with kip ups before uh, picture in picture. JB hits his uh, rebound. good, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, Jungle Boy hits the rebound clothesline and an innovative tornado DDT from the apron. Uh, he, he does counter the run shambeau twice and hits a super yeah. kick for two before eating a spear from Starks for a near fall. Uh, we see Jungle Boy counter another Rochambeau with a snare trap, but Starks gets two fingers on the rope. Uh, Starks tries to grab his FTW belt but gets stopped by the ref in an Incoming Swerve Strickland, who makes his way to ringside. At this point, we see Jungle Boy roll up Starks in a Casadora pin, but the ref is too busy on the floor trying to eject Swerve. And the ref finally returns to the ring in time for Starks to finally hit the Rochambeau for the win. Post match, we see Hobbs celebrating with Starks uh, at ringside while uh, Christian Cage and Luchasaurus come down the ramp to check on Jungle Boy, but not without shoulder checking Swerve on the way down. We see Cage and Lucha exchange some words with Swerve when Team Taz begin to move in on Swerve, but Keith leaves me music hits and he makes his way down for the save you see all three teams have a stare down alluding to an eventual three-way match for the tag titles that, before that, all parties begin to exit that's why i was going to ask you if you thought that, that's where it was going to lead i thought that's where it was going since the first time they were like hey yeah you guys might have business with the tag champs but don't think mm. you're done with us like because i thought yeah, that was yeah. an interesting pivot you know yeah. where it was like well why, it do, was. It why was. do you guys get a chance to speak on it like i, I didn't mind it um i do want to give kudos to to ricky and jungle boy because otherwise they they made the crowd care about that match yeah i was gonna say the same because they started off pretty slow yeah. I, I will say yeah. and then the other thing to note was that uh you know they all go to exit and uh, christian actually notices uh jungle boy still in the ring sulking over the mm. loss tease is turning on him mm. you know you hear the hush or not the hush but the uh the buzz build but he just pats Fucking him on the back do it you know already. I mean? yeah everyone's <laughs> you know what it feels like ko and jericho yeah yeah oh okay 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 where you're like you see it coming you're just waiting for it to happen so or or uh when like when Kai finally turned on Gonzalez or Raquel, I should say, you know what I mean? So, but uh, yeah, no, definitely interesting. But this takes us to the next, uh, I would say, cool part of business. This is actually what I thought you were going to holler at me about when you were asking if I watched it. But it was the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society having a victory uh, I guess speech about what you know de- decimating <laughs> my, LAX. My, my favorite part about it was the fact that they're like, we don't know why. For some reason, like for some reason, they're having a speech. <laughs> I was like, thank you because they yeah. do this all the time. Like, it doesn't the make fuck? any sense. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's, it's just like, I mean, I get it. I'm Chris Jericho, they, and I want, I want promo time. That's well, they, it. <laughs> that's how it feels, but yeah. he did say that they would take him out one by one, so mm. that's sort of what they've done. Uh, we see Jericho championing himself, a hometown hero, as he was born just down the road, but says he moved away quickly because Long Island is a dump. They systematically eliminated LAX, then coins Jericho 216, since I just, what do you say, I sent a fireball Yeah, what was face. the 216 about? I don't, I don't know. know. It just seemed like he was just trying to He was reaching. Funny. Yeah. I got, maybe that's that sports entertainer thing. Maybe that's what he was going for. Yeah. And then he says something about, hey, you know, Eddie, you should take care of your wife, and if not, <laughs> tell her to give me a call, which is the oh, real old school. Oh, because I don't know if you know, on Rampage, while he was doing commentary, they piped it, they wired in a phone call from Eddie. And he was threatening uh, Chris Jericho while he was on commentary on oh, Rampage. Oh, okay. He was I was like, know I had that. to go home to my wife, and she's looking at me, and now you have to, you, I'm gonna make you feel how she feel, basically. You know what mm, I mean? So that, yeah. that's why he brought up his wife. That's what. Uh, Garcia grabs the mic and starts to talk, but then Moxley's music hits. Uh, we see Moxley go out. Jericho warns Mox of the numbers and urges him to leave. When Danielson's music hits and the rest of the BCC enters with Regal, Jericho points out they still have the numbers advantage when LAX hop up on the opposing apron behind them with Eddie sporting some scarring on his left eye. BCC hop on the opposing apron from then, surrounding the BCC, or surrounding the JAS, I should say, and all six men enter the ring as a crowd loudly chants, you fucked up. A brawl yeah. ensues as Eddie charges for Jericho. Jericho, but Hager is able to shove him off and tries to pull Jericho to safety, only for Regal to get him and nail him with a left punch, left hand punch, I should say, before the JAS retreats up the ramp. I thought that was good stuff. Like what I'll say was this: I thought this was going to turn to a long, um, you know, interaction like we've been seeing with Eddie and JAS, and it's a lot of talking and they can't touch each other. So you're like, I don't really have much to look forward to, you know, except for the barbs, but. I thought this was going to be really long, and it was actually short and sweet. And I mean, it's good to see Regal get uh, physical. I can't remember the last time that happened. You, you, know, you know what makes my nipples hard? <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> fucking big, big daddy. Magic. I was going to say yeah, that when was, you said you, you want to taste. <laughs> it, it's, it's it's the only thing that was weird to me was um, is because Jericho made it known that he put a, a, a order of protection against himself, like uh, what's it called, a, a restraining order against Eddie, but he was there. Yeah. So that's the only thing that doesn't make sense. But other than that, whatever. I, I enjoyed it, but don't make a point to say that someone got a restraining order if that's not what's going on. Yeah, you know what I mean? for so. sure. Uh, we get Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa with a vignette. Not bad. Um, and just to go back to a segment that happened earlier in the night, we see TD, Team DMD is backstage. It's revealed that Baker is going to face the Joker in her first round of the Owen uh, tournament. Baker says storms are violent and exciting when they first start, but eventually pass and touts that there's some hater on the forecast for Tony Storm. Uh, <laughs> so lame. Yeah, Skiovone also reveals if both Britt and Jamie win their first uh, round matches, they'll be forced to face each other in the semis. Brett reassures if that happens, it'll be a fair fight and the better one would prevail while sneaking a curious look to Rebel before ending the interview. So I thought that was important to bring up because I think that's also been a slow burn of yeah. are, can they, oh, not can they coexist, but you know what I mean. That, that's a, They're in the same division. They can only they can only coexist for so long. Yeah, unless and, you're, you have two Rebels, but you got one Rebel. And no one gets yeah. in the business to be someone, you know, someone's heavy forever, you know, so thought that that's was... That's true. But no, uh, very true, man. Right. So this brings us to uh, Owen Hart Foundation quarterfinal. Jamie Hader taking on Tony Storm. Uh, and like you said earlier, commentary does announce that Hikaru Shida is injured. Uh, we see Storm hit a early basement drop kick, but Hader responds with a nasty snap suplex on the floor during picture in picture. Uh, Storm does hit her corner hip smashed and uh, uh, follows with the back to back tornado DDTs, with the second one being from the apron to the floor. Yeah. Uh, we see Hader hit the Uranagi backbreaker for two, and then she goes to the ripcord lariat, but Storm counters with a German. 
before Hader actually hits her with a, I would call it a dropping Uranagi on the apron, then follows with a very rough looking superplex. Um, yeah, someone used to do that move uh, on that apron just like that. I can't remember. Oh, I think you uh, know Hangman. Uh, I was about to say Hangman to do, used to do that, right? Yeah, it wasn't a, a Uranagi. It was like the that. It's like that back suplex. Oh, that's what it like, was. Like boss okay. man slam looking thing. You know? Okay. So yeah, you're right. But uh, at, we see the end where Hater rolls through a backslide uh, counter, only to eat a Storm Zero pile driver from Tony for the win. And uh, I will say both of the matches from the uh, ladies were pretty good. Man. Yeah, I mean the crowd was a little bit slow in this one too, but they they started getting into it. Yeah, definitely. So. And uh, from here we actually have uh, we get into the match announcements, which um. I, you know, look pretty good for uh, Rampage, and of course, uh, I believe it's uh, Dynamite. Well, I, say, I believe, of course, it's Dynamite. Rio taking on Ruby Soho in the uh, first round quarterfinals for the Owen Hart Foundation Women's Tournament. We got Jade Cargill and the Baddies, or I guess we're going to hear from them. Uh, and then Scorpio <laughs> Sky taking on Frankie Kazarian, and I'm going to get back to that as there was a cool little vignette slash interview with that. Uh, we got Sean Spears taking on Bear Boulder and Death Triangle taking on the Butcher, the Blade, and Mark Quinn, uh, as well as for Wednesday night. We got Jericho in a face-to-face confrontation with William Regal. That, that, that should be good. We got uh, both the Jokers to be revealed in the men's and women's Owen Hart Foundation tournament as uh, <laughs> Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, is in action, as well as Samoa Joe. Uh, Hangman Pace takes on... Uh, Takashi- I, I'm trying to learn how to pronounce his name, but the newest Takashi- acquisition from DDT. Yeah, I, I just I just thought about like yeah, that's gonna be a good face to face between those two. Yeah, because like I just hear you snotty little toe rag. Don't think I didn't remember. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't think I forgave you for pissing in my tea back in the day. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, we got Wardlow set to take on uh, Ten Lashes from MJF. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly is gonna take on Ray Phoenix in a quarterfinal match for the Owen Hart Foundation Ray tournament, which Phoenix. should be great. And then we'll have the first semifinal uh, match: Adam Cole taking on the winner of Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy, which I'll get to in a second. Mm. Uh, but with the Scorpio Sky and uh, Frankie Gazarian. Um, yes, Sky, there's a vignette that plays where Sky says, you know, he calls Frankie a brother who he's, you know, toured the world with and he expects friendly fire, but there can only be one face of uh, the TNT to- uh, division. And he says, I'll SC you there. Frankie's backstage being interviewed when he's interrupted by Sammy and Tay Conti. Uh, Sammy tells Gazarian Too soon. that, the, yeah, that the Scorpio he used to know is not the one he'll be facing on Rampage and warns him not to trust Scorpio Sky. Gazarian says he knows who he can trust and he trusts himself and that's all that matters. While Sammy says, well, I hope so, and I'll see you later. see you later, I should say. Meaning, if he wins the belt, maybe, you know, he'll be, you know, knocking down Kazarian's door. But I don't know if he's going to drop the belt that fast. But uh, Kazarian tells him to go be unlikable somewhere else and tells him his <laughs> vlog sucks, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. So, but this will bring us, my friend, to the main event. Yeah. Dream match of sorts. And, you know, we Take earlier us on the ride, in the night. My friend. Take us on the ride. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Darby Allen taking on Jeff Hardy, quarterfinal uh, of the uh, Owen Hart Foundation tournament. Earlier, there's a vignette. They talk about studying each other. No one wants to see them do headlocks. They talk about how they're stuntmen, not wrestlers. And I guess Darby asked Tony to waive the rules so that this dream match can be viewed the, uh, you know, the right way, and which he did. So we have no rules. Anything goes on this match. And, uh, yeah, I'll go right to it. Darby hits Jeff with an immediate corner shotgun dropkick and a pinball suicida, as I like to call it. Then uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> retrieves several Word. steel chairs from under the ring. Uh, it, it turns out to be eight of them. 
and he erects what Jr. calls a coffin made of steel. No, that was an awesome call. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely. like how he didn't go directly for the the barbed wire or whatever. He went. He just grabbed a bunch of fucking chairs. Yeah, and like, let's fucking definitely. get into it. Yeah. He gets flapjacked by Jeff onto steel steps. Jeff hits a uh, twist of fate hot uh, hot shot, I should say, and then mm-hmm. brings out a ladder before picture in picture. We see Jeff counter a springboard coffin drop with a sitting jawbreaker and a hardiac arrest drop kick. He does in the corner. Uh, Jeff then lays Darby onto the bundle of chairs and sets up the ladder tall as hell from inside the ring to climb but Darby gets to his feet and crotches Jeff onto the ropes then climbs the ladder himself to hit a huge cannonball senton plancha onto Jeff onto the bundle of chairs uh, it was quite a that, lot. That was gnarly. As yeah, gnarly, only those two could do that, man. Uh, Jeff uh, exchanges, uh, or I'm sorry, they both exchange last-minute escapes as Darby misses a coffin drop onto the apron, and then Jeff misses a swanton bomb onto the still steps. But Darby rolls Jeff inside and hits a coffin drop, then goes through the pin, but Darby absorbs it and counters with a crucifix pin for the surprise win. Uh, post-match, Jeff and Darby shake hands while Matt and Sting join them in the ring, and uh, we see uh, the Hardys engage the crowd in, in a delete chant when uh, we see the undisputed elite walk onto the stage uh, to share a stare down uh, ahead of the Culver, uh, Adam Culver's Jeff Hardy match next week to continue the, the tournament, and uh, that's how we ended the show. Yeah, it was, uh, I felt bad about that stare spot where you tried to go for the Swanton and just missed it. Yeah. Because I don't know if you, there's a, there's even a fan that's right in his face, like, putting his hand up, like, why? Man. <laughs> but, um, man. I mean, and we've seen him do that spot before. Yeah. But it was just like, whew, Yeah. You know? Um, I think it was the smart to do this and get it out the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't know how many bumps he has in his card left. Even but, smarter to throw out the rules, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that style match between those two. Mm-hmm. Um, and get it, you know, I, I, I don't have anything to, to really much uh, comment on aside from, the match just looked a little more like a video game match. Like the way the way he landed <laughs> yeah, yeah, on those yeah, chairs, bro. Yeah, he looked like he wiped out in, in like a like like he did that in two K nineteen, bro. Like it's, it was crazy. It really um, was. It, it it got nuts, man. But it, it really did. But definitely enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I did too. It, it wasn't like over the top. I mean, we've seen a lot of it. It's just to me like a ladder just doesn't move me anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that's why I said I'm glad they didn't bring the ladder out first. I'm like, oh shit. word, yeah. You know man. what I mean? Anyways, um. Thank you, man. That's been the show. I uh, want to thank you all for y'all patience with us, man, and uh, returning next week. Uh, you know, again, we had y'all waiting, but we came with it today. A lot of news, a lot of hot takes, but always giving y'all the review on what's going down during the week between Dynamite and NXT 2.0 or uh, – Sometimes, you know, if I'm motivated enough, I'll, I'll get it there. But uh, but I want to say thank you all, man, and follow us on social media. That is at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, and backslash Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. Also, the Quincy Jones Show on TikTok. You know, we always doing Russell Wednesdays going up, always doing videos, man. Always inviting you all to take part as well and participate. Yes, also, sir. you know, we got the the merch popping, so hit us up with your size. We got uh, mediums, large XLs. Uh, you know, $10 a pop, man. Uh, the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. And, of course, you can always uh, get the newest episode of The Quincy Jones Show. That's going to be every Friday uh, on iTunes. That's going to be SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, CastBox, iHeartRadio, as well as the good people at True100Radio.com. Going to be doing some shows with them in the summer. Stay tuned for that. And speaking of music, always check me out as well. Quincy Jones Go on Spotify and everywhere else you go to get your music, man. Again, working on some visuals. But uh, make sure you go and check out This Is Awesome. Man, still, still spinning, still spinning the block. Man, you know what I mean? Still holding them streams down. We got hip hop hybrid, of course. You can catch him everywhere you go to get music as well. Um, 
Doc, I mean, they can follow you, what, yes, everywhere? Sir. You know what it is, man? Uh, yeah, first of all, on every platform you like to stream, your music artist, which is, or your favorite music artist, which if you don't already know is us, <laughs> Mega Towers, baby, boom. But, uh, you know, Hip Hop Hybrid, I am the only one in existence in the worlds of hip hop and pro wrestling. I say that for a reason, because I effing mean it, and it is the truth. Uh, yeah, just follow me, man. Just go in your search bar, D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R, there I are, boom, with the five-star bars for you and yours, yep. That's what I do. Arr. Arr. <laughs> Shout out to Johnny yeah, Depp. Yeah. Ah. Near, near and far. You know? But uh, yeah, check me out, man. Go ahead, check out This Is Awesome, which is uh, my most recent project, man, for all things wrestle rap. Uh, produced entirely by Austin Beach. You got my boy Quincy Jones Go, the world's greatest tag team on there. Um, you know, that, that's one of our favorite singles right there. Of course, Mega Rand's on there. My boy I. Ellis, the artist, among others. Um, yeah, and if not, man, just go ahead and, uh, you know, whether it's on Tidal or uh, iTunes or, you know, even YouTube or Amazon, you know, Everywhere in between, you know, wherever you like Spotify, of course, wherever you like to stream your music, Title. check me out. And if you want to follow me at Doc Lesnar, it's on TikTok. That's also on uh, Instagram. And it's Doc underscore KJS pod for all things this podcast, which, of course, like you said, Wrestle Wednesdays and, uh, you know, memes, whatever it is. You're going to catch me, you know, it, it, with new scoops, all the above. And then I follow you, boy, at uh I believe it's at I'm Doc Lesnar on Twitter and Facebook. Yep. Uh, other than that, my friend, I got three words for him. Top guys, guys out. out.